All right, everybody, welcome to Sideline Spectator, Season 2, Episode 31. Jake Smith, Sam Kell, and we have a guest from the podcast Lay Fans Terms, Donnie Pickle. Donnie, what's up? What's up? Thanks for having me on. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Mm, love that. <laughs> love that. Uh, so, Donnie, you, you've listened to our show before, um, and, and listeners, this is off-season, so that means draft season is back. Uh, and Lay Fans Terms, you guys do Mount Rushmore, which is, you know, the same thing, just a cooler name than just saying draft. Yeah, it was totally my idea. Totally. So, yeah, yeah, definitely not off of a, off of a Barstool Sports podcast or anything like that. Definitely not. Um, all right, so Donnie, I'm sure you know how this goes. You you guys call it something different. I think you you guys call it first thoughts. Well, here at Old SS, we call it uh, opening take. So Donnie, you're our guest. What's your opening take? So my opening take, and I, and I want to be careful with how I say this because I don't want to equate the two as players. Obviously, there's a lot of room between the two. But Anthony Edwards this weekend said something that I really resonated with, reminded me a lot of something that Michael Jordan always said. And um, he was talking about how these players that are sitting out games for maintenance breaks and everything like that need to just shut up and play because somebody in the stands might only have money for one game. They come, and then all of a sudden the star player they came to see isn't playing and uh i hate like um lebron and all of those players like sitting out like uh, a few years ago i went to the grizzlies game where the warriors broke the single season like wins record oh wow and if uh steph and clay and all and i sat like close to the front because i wanted to have like a good you know seat for the game and if steph and clay and all of them had sat out it would have been really disappointing for me and so i just think that um i think that's bush league and i'm glad that a player who is an up-and-coming star uh, had the had the gall to kind of throw it out there. Was that also the night that Kobe dropped sixty in his last game? Yes, uh, that was the same. Yeah, I'm pretty night. sure it was. Yes, yes yeah, because we got out night. of football practice and I literally sprinted. We got out, I think that game started at six and I sprinted at like five thirty. I we in full football pads up to my room to turn it on. Uh, yeah, I had to. And that that's a that's the thing is that Jordan I, has said that Kobe Bryant I, has also yeah. been on the record saying that. Uh, he said that I think. I think it was 2013. No, it was 2014, the year that he started like really getting those injuries, started getting the shoulder injuries and stuff like that. And his yeah. wife, Vanessa, was like, hey, why? Like, you just need to sit out for a few games, rest your body and all this stuff. And Kobe said the same thing that Jordan said. And it's like, people, NBA games are not, are not cheap. I've no, been to, not. I've been to two, I think. And I couldn't really care less about going back to another one. Right. One, because of the price. I think the prices are crazy. Two, we don't have a team really close to here. But it's the whole thing of hotel room. More than likely, fans yeah. have to travel if they want to see their favorite player. If, you want to, if you're from here, you want to see LeBron James, you got to book a hotel room, flight, rental car, or you know Uber, whatever. I mean, it's a whole thing before you even get to the tickets. So yeah. I, I love that Edwards said that. I think Edwards is kind of a nutcase outside of basketball because I think he he was on record saying like that he didn't know who Tom Brady was or something crazy like I that. I think he said that he didn't really love basketball. I think was the I think he said he wishes that he was too, good at football because yes. he doesn't really love basketball and yeah. he's, he's a freaking stud at it. So but no, uh, Donnie, we were actually I was at uh I was at lunch with Clint Cole and Daniel today and uh we actually talked about that same exact thing and I think Daniel's whole thing was that if it helps your team win in the long term, he doesn't have a problem with it. 
But I, I kind of disagree with that. And I said this at lunch because, well, if you're the best player, if your goal is to win, then being out on the floor theoretically helps your team win. So it helps your overall goal at the end of the day. You, you play to win the game. You don't play to win yeah. games in the future. You play to win the game, the game that you're playing right then. That's all you can control in the moment. And um, I, I, I'm not about that because if it was, you know, helping your team in the long run, then why wouldn't the team just sit all their best players one year to tank, get yeah. a great draft pick, and then rally for the next year? That, that It goes against everything that competitive sports is supposed to represent. Yep. Absolutely. Sam, opening take. My opening take is that baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever's going on right now, all of it sucks compared to football. This is yeah, yeah. like – this is my – I feel like I go into a seasonal depression like day after the Super Bowl. It's cold. Uh, can't really do anything outside. No football on or the next FL, which is actually isn't bad. But uh, no, they said all this stuff pales in comparison. And when basketball ends and it's just baseball, then I might just go. That's dark. when we go on our month long break. Yeah. So so like we we go on a break until training camp starts. <laughs> and I really and I really don't like current day NBA anyways. But yeah. baseball is way worse. But so so rank. We were actually talking about this in lunch, saying that's a perfect like perfect segue into not not my opening take, but like what we were talking about at lunch today as well. Is that what do you rank, Donnie? I I'm pretty sure you like pretty much all sports besides like baseball, probably right. Besides but, baseball, the one that doesn't count. So yep. well, not, not okay, sport. that is dead, that is wild. dead sport. Also that okay. Um, it is becoming a dead sport. Yes, but uh. We were talking about it. So what in terms of like playoff, if you if you had to, t- I'm sure like all of our lists would be the same in terms of like regular season. It's NFL and then kind of everybody else in terms of regular season. Probably basketball is two. Uh, hockey might be three. Baseball might be four. Uh, Donnie, I know you like soccer somewhat. Um, but in terms of playoffs, because my list when we were talking about it today, my list actually changed when we talked about playoffs. So in terms of playoffs, I would say it's NFL 1, obviously. NFL regular season beats any playoff, in my opinion. Yes. But it's like playoff, it's it's NFL, and then, Sam, you're going to hate this because you're racist, but it's hockey. (laughs) Hockey's 2. A hockey atmosphere is awesome. I am racist Um, against hockey. I will – I'll say that on the record. I'm racist against hockey. And then – and then NBA, and then MLB. But then it changes again for me whenever we talk about either finals or World Series or Stanley Cup or Super Bowl. It's NFL 1. And then it's probably, if it was Game 7, it's World Series is 2 for me. Finals is 3. Stanley Cup is 4. I, didn't, like, I just wanted to hear what y'all thought in terms of how it changes in your brain. Given the situation, you're on you're on hard drugs. First of all, uh, I don't know. I don't really. I'll just I'll say this. I don't really watch any playoff baseball or hockey, but I'll say football, basketball. <sighs> Give me hockey over baseball. Actually, you hate baseball that much. And, dude, what about sucks. the Daytona? I mean, if we America's threw out the Daytona 500, reason. where would that fall in? Oh, below baseball. It's not a sport. Driving if, if me, is me driving to work every day a sport? No. 
NASCAR depends on how fast you are, I guess. Donnie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not yeah, so football, uh, honestly, preseason football is better than regular season of any other sport. Like, I'll yeah. take football any way I can get it. Like uh, Sam said, XFL, you know, it's not that bad. It's still better than anything else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm about to ask you, <laughs> would you take XFL over anything else? Absolutely. I'll take Canadian football over anything else. Yep, like, um, But I do love hockey. So the regular season just doesn't matter. Regular season's irrelevant. I'll watch some rivalry games. So Wednesday night is rivalry night in hockey. So I'll watch some of those games. Um, but playoffs, I agree with what Jake said. The playoffs, hockey brings it to another level. It's faster. It's much more physical. The seven-game series, like, it matters more because you get a lot of bad blood in hockey. And so, like, by game five, six, seven, you know, there's a lot of – yeah borderline hits there's a lot of uh and, and it just kind of ratchets up the energy and everybody gets into it but like jake said when i get to the finals i care way more about the nba finals than the stanley cup i think sure. the stanley cup yeah. is the best trophy yeah. in sports oh, for sure but um i don't know the preds are just so bad i can only handle like watching a team another team win a trophy that i know the preds are never going to touch so the grizzlies i feel like have an outside shot but i didn't even think about the trophy thing like just aesthetically yeah, Stanley Cup is by far and oh, away absolutely. the best the best trophy. And then, I'll agree with that. And then baseball is second. And then I don't know. I don't NFL, even know that, I NFL is probably third. It's like the uh, it's the flag thing. It's like a circular oh, trophy, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, it, and it's the flag thing. So they're probably second, even though they're the least favorite sport. And then it's probably NFL and basketball. The basketball trophy. I mean, a, a high school. No, it Region, sucks. Larry, regional Larry, champion could win that same exact trophy. Larry OB sucks, but I, I disagree that Lombardi, man, that's 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 too good. Maybe that's just. I mean, it's a classic. It, it's yeah, it's it just like you know, play Dave Matthews Band, but you know, play the hits only, like no deep right. tracks. Like it's yep. just you know, you just get what you get. It's I so just good, love yeah. the the Stanley Cup. How every player gets a moment with it. Yep. I think that's like kind of a cool thing. Um, and so like you get like a lot of those like emotional moments when a guy who's been in the league for you know. 17 years finally gets the cup you get to see him lift it and everything um i think that's cool i wish that other other leagues did that and they have like forty thousand players so it's weird yeah. that other sports don't do that all right so my opening take and we'll kind of zoom pat zoom by this but like uh the xfl came back on the other night um their role i i i was against it at first whenever it was first proposed to the nfl owners i kind of like the fourth and 15 thing rather than the onside kick. I kind of like it because they've made it to where with the rule change with the onside kick and your players, even on kickoffs just in general, you're pretty much not getting getting onside kick. Yeah, Yeah. you can only start two yards away from like the kickoff line of scrimmage, which makes onsides virtually impossible. Uh, Right. I think the NFL should seriously consider moving to the fourth and 15. But but like I, see, I, I, I think I think you move it to fourth and twenty, probably. Yeah. Instead of because I, 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 I feel like NFL teams now like nowadays you can pick up fifteen yards on, on a stinking screen pass if you really wanted to. I think if you moved it to twenty yards, it the percentages obviously go down from fourth and fifteen to fourth and twenty. But then at the same time, like you still want that man, this is going to be really hard to get, just like you have in the onside kick. So it's basically like the same thing, but you do have a better chance of getting a fourth and 20 than you do a stinking onside kick where the rules have completely changed. Yeah, I 
I think it would be a lot more fun to watch, but I promise you the first time the Chargers lose by that stupid rule, I will be livid. Uh, I don't I don't think you can do it. I think as much fun as it would be, I don't think you can. Because I think it's – once I kick, it was – before they changed it, it was like the perfect chance of, okay, you got a chance to get it. And I don't know if you ever played the Madden video games, but you can almost like never get an onside yeah, kick never. on those it's either. It's impossible. Uh, if you get one, it's like once in a blue moon. But I don't know. I think – I mean, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, or Burrow, guys that – some of the top quarterbacks, they're going to get that 15 more times than they don't. Yeah. And even the 20, like, I mean, that's – I mean, that's not that crazy. I mean, I don't know. It's – it seems like – I don't know. That That's that, – they're going to get – they're going to be teams losing over that left and right, and people are going to be up in arms. I, I'm going to be the first one to be mad about it too. I'm I'm a big fan of the fourth and fifteen. Just don't call defensive holding, like like up, up the ante a little bit. Give the defenses a little bit more room yeah. to, to pull them. I you know you can call pass interference. That's fine, but uh, I think that if you're just a team that's ahead and a team picks up that fourth and fifteen because of a uh, defensive holding, that's a bush league call or a pi or a pi when the quarterback underthrows it and the receiver comes back into the DB. Yeah, yeah, the Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's yeah. the Joe Flacco spell. Throw it, throw the ball as high and short as you can. Yes, and yeah. when the DB is in tra- is trailing and the guy runs back into him, first down. I mean, that, yeah. that's you got to tighten awful. the flags. Tighten the flags yeah. if you're going to do it. But I would, I would love to see fourth and fifteen. But you're allowed to hold defensively. <laughs> no hold one would ever. No like, one would ever. Okay, get yeah, it. but like what to to what extent? Like five yards to. Like old school, like old school. Like, I mean, you weren't allowed to hold Okay, so one, once the ball's in the air, punch. you got to let go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. Got it, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the old school guys would, would really like that. Sauce Gardner become... is licking his chops listening to this podcast. <laughs> dude, that dude, yeah, that dude holds like crazy. Um, Pat's okay, man. this is where you guys are going to learn a lot about each other. Sam, Philip Rivers. Donnie is a big Philip Rivers guy. Uh Especially considering listening to their last uh, podcast episode. Sarcasm? Last week. No, no, dead serious. No, he he dead would serious. take Donnie. No. Who would you take Philip Rivers over? I, that's kind of like a hard. You can't just like throw that out there. I would take. Well, Phillip I mean, Rivers you threw it Matt out there Stafford. last week. I would take him over Matt Stafford. Well, that's not what you him. said last week. Well, I, I you got to jog my memory. I've slept since, since then. I went. I, I, I got put Phillip, head a couple of times. A, a guy named Aaron Rodgers. Oh well, Aaron Rodgers is garbage. I'd take a lot of people over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> okay, that's too far. I'm, and I love Philip Rivers. <laughs> Donnie, I think you might have. Oh, wow, I thought I love Philip Rivers. You, I don't know if you noticed last week, but you you let his name slip, but you didn't really talk about it, so you might not remember. But you also said Matt Ryan. You take Matt Ryan over Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, I, well, I think duh. Matt Ryan. That, that's I think, a, that's easy. Yeah. Matt, if Matt Ryan doesn't. If well, not I don't think Ryan choked it, but if they don't choke that Super Bowl away, I think Matt Ryan is probably on the same like his career trajectory is on the same level as as Aaron Rodgers. Like maybe a few less individual awards, but statistically he's better. And uh, I think that he did more with less. I don't hate I don't hate that. Philip Rivers did a lot more with a lot less than either of those guys. Yeah. Who was his best and with the most, for most of his uh, career? Poverty. Vincent Jackson, Mike, Malcolm Floyd. Yeah, Antonio Gates, I guess. Yeah, who did? Who played basketball? What are we yeah, doing? I, I, are, are we are we seriously saying that that f- you would take Philip Rivers over Aaron Rodgers? I, I would take I would take a lot of people over Aaron. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. If I'm if I'm picking a quarterback, I want the intangibles. 
I want a guy that's oh, going to be a leader. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is like the opposite of a leader. I think he's the yeah. first person to throw his teammates out of the bus, and and I don't I don't like that. I I think Matt Ryan. I think his teammates like him. I think Philip Rivers. I know his teammates liked him. Yeah. So yeah. give me those guys all day. No, in terms of like intangibles, absolutely. I, I, I yes, I a thousand percent agree with you. Um, but also before I, we, before, before you go, Bill Rivers on last year's Rams team is ten times better than that Rams team was. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. The team that the team that just won the like that team, this team that won the Super Bowl. You talking about the Rams team this year? The Rams both, but. Well, Cooper Cup, Cooper, Cooper Cup got hurt this year. The Rams weren't doing anything. Well, and, and Matt Stafford got hurt, which Philip Rivers. Sam, played how many times a did billion the Chargers, games in a row? How many times did the Chargers go fourteen and two, and lose in the playoffs? How many times did Tom Brady cheat? Did, I mean, that's irrelevant. I mean, I, 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 this is where I jump off the bandwagon. I might go on Philip Rivers against Tom Brady. So no, no, I can't. That'd be hard. That'd be a hard sell. I I I I think even though he does he doesn't he doesn't deflate footballs though so take that for what it is. PSI ideal gas law. I mean look it up. Uh, (laughs) I I I think that okay so so okay so theoretically speaking, if Aaron Rodgers does not well hypothetically speaking, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't win that Super Bowl in 2010, where would you rank those guys then? Like Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, if, if if Rodgers didn't have Super Bowl, yeah, I still think he's the most talented quarterback of all time. But I, I, I give me Phil. I, yeah, I think am I, tra- am I Super Bowl to win football games or make a passing clinic video? Like I, I, you know, give me Rivers, Ryan. You know, if if Aaron Rodgers didn't have a Super Bowl, he's below a lot a, of people, a lot of guys, a, yeah. like a lot of guys. That's fair. I mean, Rivers definitely had like he's got more balls than Rodgers. I mean, like Rivers played on a torn ACL in a play in the AFC championship game and almost beat Tom Brady in the Patriots. And also, uh, yeah. And also think I'll say this, but I've said, situations do matter. And like I said, at the end of the day, wins matter most. But if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady doesn't exist, let's say, I mean, let's just play the, Rivers devil, probably, devil yeah, Rivers probably he's got, he's got ball. one, maybe he's got one, maybe two. Sure. That 06 probably. team. Yeah. That, I mean, like your 06 chargers, they, they would have won the Super Bowl that year. Probably. Yeah. Like they, they probably because they own Peyton Manning. Like people forget that Philip Rivers, like Peyton's like two t- and five against the Chargers all time. Yeah, people want to talk about like in the early days Brady owning Manning or Bill owning Manning, however you want to phrase it. Oh, dude, Rivers owns Peyton Rivers Manning. owned Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis. Before Colts now, he he day. got some wins there at the end because yeah. when he went to the Broncos, obviously he stacked up some wins up. But uh, yeah, with that that Colts team and even the Colts team with Andrew Luck. The Chargers seem always did good against the Colts, so yeah, I agree. But no, uh, yeah, I take as it is: Rodgers, Rivers, Stafford, Drew Brees, and Phil Rivers is a lot closer than people like to want to want to agree. Okay, so I was also. about to bring up Drew Brees, Donnie. What's your thoughts on Drew Brees? I think Drew Brees was in a perfect situation in New Orleans to be successful, and I think that if you put Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers. Or Matthew Stafford in that same situation, they put up as good of numbers, if not better. Absolutely, I to- I totally I agree. agree. I think I think Drew Brees is a dome merchant, and I thought about that like Peyton Manning, big dome merchant, and then he went to Denver, and it's like okay, he he, he can play outside, he can play in in that. The, the the thing with all the the AFC guys, like Philip Rivers especially, is if he's not playing against two of probably the top five quarterbacks all time, 
his career is way better than Aaron Rodgers, yep. way better than Drew Brees. He just he was hamstrung by uh, the organization and Tom Brady, pretty much. Well, he was, well sure, realistically, that, yeah. he was hamstrung by Eli Manning, right? Eli Manning yeah. doomed him to the AFC. So, like, uh, th- yeah. that's that's a very good point because it, we talked about this at lunch today too. The whole scope of the NFC in general, from the time that Rodgers was a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, I mean, if you look at it in the NFC, he should have gone to way more than one Super Bowl if we're just going off of Brady versus Manning or or Manning versus Rivers. If you did that in the NFC, there's no reason why Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have gone to like four Super Bowls, let alone win more than one. Oh, I agree. I, somebody would have to jog my memory, but it's not like he was losing to Breeze or like losing to like other quarterbacks. That it's no. like, wow, these guys are really great. Yeah. You know? No, no, Jimmy he lost. Jimmy G lost. Massive uh, choke artist. Massive choke okay. artist. Okay, he is Jason Sam. Will Sam, carry, Sam will carried away with we, the we can't. Oh, it's it's a fact. Aaron Rodgers is one of the biggest choke artists of all time. Drew Brees, <laughs> Drew Brees, also in that category of biggest choke artists. Hey, um, he's he's not wrong. If you like, I'm, you guys talked about it a while back about uh, fourth quarter comebacks and just looking at the raw numbers. But if you yeah. look at the conversion rate, he's historically bad. He's below guys like Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, who are like notorious for choking. So if you're around those guys, that's a that's a bad look. You, I mean, Sam, you're definitely the, considered a choke artist. The the craziest the craziest stat is, is that and it'll just forever be burning my brain. Aaron Rodgers in a playoff game down one point or more in the fourth quarter at any point has zero wins. Not zero. great. No, not that, great. That, statistically, that's not great. Yeah, I, I would. I would. The numbers say analytics. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about this for like two seconds. NBA All Star Weekend. I didn't even know that it was on. I truly didn't. I. I after yeah, on Twitter, uh, like I once I, I saw like people tweeting about it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That was on this weekend. Didn't watch a second of it. Yeah, the only no. the only re- I watched one second of it, and that was just to watch Damian Lillard shoot a three pointer from behind half court, like it was a free throw. So yeah. that was the only thing I saw from it. He's so good. I saw oh I saw a white dude ended racism too. That was sick. Oh, Mac McClung. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, that'll do it for the for the NBA talk. Um. All right, Donnie. How we usually do this is I put numbers in a hat and. That's basically your draft order. Nothing creative about it. Um, Sam, do you want this one to be you? Sure. All right. Samuel, you're number three. So you got the snake Sweet. pick. Uh, Donnie, you're two and I'm one. I didn't want number one overall, to be honest. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So basically five picks for everybody, just like we always do. And, uh, and we'll go from there. We'll snake it. Um, okay, number one rivalry, and, and, and we're drafting rivalries. It's not sports exclusively. It's not NFL exclusively. It can be sports, pop culture, uh, uh, brand, whatever you want to you want to do. That that's what it is. Um, I'm going to do say I, I could definitely get this probably with my last pick, um, but it, it number one overall in my mind is Brady versus Manning. That that's a, a thousand percent. 
if you want to look at individual an individual sport a, an individual in a sport versus another individual in a sport it's Brady and Manning I, I think like you could I, I don't want to give away picks like later on but like a certain basketball player versus another certain basketball player you could say that those two guys too but we never saw those two guys play against each other Brady versus Manning was must see TV even like a week eight matchup that was must watch TV Every single time. Okay. For like 15 years. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the crazy thing, Donnie, is that it started from like 2001 and didn't end until Peyton Manning retired. There was never a lull. It was always, you got to tune in, you got to watch, because, you know, in the early days it was Peyton with his high-flying offense and versus Bill Belichick and like, you know, the creative things that he would do against him and all this stuff. And then in the later years – it was more about, all right, let's just sling the ball all over the yard. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it was, like you said, must-see television. And it was must-see television in the best sports league. And it was, you know, it didn't matter if it was week three, week four. That's the game that everybody was focused on for the whole year. Yep. You couldn't have gotten that with your fifth pick. I You, you would have taken it at some point? Yeah. That, that, was, my, that, that was my number one, actually. Yeah, that's probably going to be my number one, too. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I feel much better about myself. Okay. All right, Donnie, what's, uh, what's your number one overall? Okay. So, my number one overall, and um, I, knowing that this is open to everything, I feel like this is, you know, I'm going for value here because I think it's a really, uh, really big one. Um, anybody that knows me knows that I'm very passionate about this rivalry. Uh, I'm going to go with Pepsi versus Coke. Mm, I had that on my list. Oh, I, I, that wasn't even – well, Sam, we know we know how your brain works. You you're you have the creativity of a peanut. Well, I don't yeah. drink a Pepsi or Coke, so well, I, well, I don't Pe- either. Pepsi and Coke is such a big rivalry, though, that people forget that other drinks exist. So, so I'll give you a hot take. Whenever I did drink sodas, I think okay. So I'm twenty. I'm twenty seven. Uh, New Year's when I was twelve years old. That was the last time that I've had a soda product. Um, I can tell you this. When I did drink sodas, I didn't like either one of them, to be honest with you. I didn't like Coke. I didn't like Pepsi. If I had to pick a Coke-ish product, like something very similar to those two, a dark soda drink, I would pick Dr. Pepper over both of those. But my go-to drink was Sprite. That, that was the drink that I loved more than anything. Yeah, but, uh, I agree. I, that's mine. I think if you if you go like I I think that like so I prefer Pepsi. I'm on Team Pepsi, but I mean in reality though, if you go somewhere and order a Coke, like everybody knows what you mean, and yeah. they know you mean a soda. So yeah. I think that kind of means that Coke is winning the rivalry. Yeah. So you lived in Ohio, and like they like if you just asked for a, for a soda or whatever, they they knew exactly what you were talking about. I do feel like in the South, you kind of gotta like. You do have to be more specific, I feel like, down here. Yeah, especially like in Tennessee with RC Cola. So people still like hold out a lot of uh, sure. super unfounded loyalty for, for no reason. So. Yeah, did you guys drink Mountain Dew? No, no Mountain Dew over here. Samuel? No, no I don't want my teeth to rot out of my skull. Okay, well, you know the rumors. I don't. Mm, they made your pee-pee small. Oh, uh, well, that's, that's definitely not. I definitely didn't have it then. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, all right, Sam, your first overall pick. Uh, I kind of wanted to go a individual versus 
an organization. Mm, I love that. But I've got one I of those like, on my list. I feel like I feel like it's a team versus team thing. Okay. But I'm gonna go with Kobe versus the Celtics. I love that. And my second is Hold on, hold on. Let's let Tom, I mean I mean I mean okay, can, we, can, I'll we, go, can we, I'll, can I'll, we I'll, talk I'll, about that for let, a second? Let me rat, let me rattle let me rattle off both of them. We can hit hit them both. Okay, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. And the next, second is AFC quarterbacks versus Tom Brady. I know you went Peyton, but I feel like the whole AFC quarterback picture. Okay. Pretty, well, I, I, I mean, think sure. that's good, especially what we were just talking about. I mean, Tom Brady's existence probably ruined Phillip Rivers' career. So yeah, yeah. Pretty, the way people view him for sure. And then there's other there's plenty of other quarterbacks in there as well. So, oh yeah, Big Ben probably would have had a couple. I mean, Big Ben and Tom Brady played each other in the 2016 AFC Championship game, and I'm pretty sure that's the year that Antonio Brown had like almost 1,700 receiving yards, and Big Ben had, I want to say it was it was like a a, a hair above 5,000 passing yards. Like they were clicking that year, and they played him yep. in the AFC Championship game, and I think the final score was like 42 to seven. Yeah, because the state, the Patriots just own everyone. Um, Kobe versus the Celtics. Yeah, I was going to go Lakers Celtics, but I, 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 no, guess, no, I guess I, that's kind of implied. I guess no, 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 no. It, it's it's two separate. Th- like if somebody wanted to take that what what you just said later yeah. on, I think that's two completely separate things because yeah. there was not for Kobe personally, like for individual accolades, but yeah. for Kobe as a as a team. And what it meant to him, there was a lull after Shaq left. Yeah. And the Celt, I'm pretty sure, I. Th- that's crazy that you said that because I think a month ago I saw like d- during that lull, like Kobe's record versus the Celtics, just in general, yeah. wasn't very good. He had like a below 500 win percentage against them. Right. Um, and it was like that first matchup, the 07-08 season, yeah. when that was the first year of the big three. And Kobe had... They traded for Pau Gasol at, at the trade deadline that year. Like pe- people look back at that, probably that didn't watch it as closely, and was like, "Oh, like Kobe had his big man. Like he he should have won it that year." It's like Pau Gasol was there for a cup of coffee that season, and yeah. they got to the they got to the finals and all that. Um, but then the next year, you know, obviously they won against the Magic, and then right. they got that rematch the next year after that. And Kobe got great. they got revenge. That play that final series, the second Dude. time around, one of the best final series of all time. It was, and that's kind of I was kind of already into basketball because I like Kobe and everything like that. But that's kind of I don't want to say that what got me into being a Laker fan and got me into basketball, but it it played a big part in it. Like watching that in that game seven when he was struggling to score, yeah. but he had like fifteen rebounds or something like that yeah. in that last game and played defense the whole game. Like it was, it was so good. Gave gave up the uh, the shop to run our test. That was Dude, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the Suns, the Suns. Uh, yeah, he stopped the. Sun. Yes, he's like Kobe Bryant. Stopped Steve Nash from winning multiple NBA Amari titles. Stoudemire. Well, Steve Nash owes Kobe about two MVPs as well. But. Uh, th- that's also true. That's very true. Donnie, what are your thoughts on this pick? I I just think that the big thing, like kind of you you really hit on it. I I remember the Pau Gasol trade because like I was a Grizzlies fan, so like I mean you know like, yeah I. I remember him going, but people kind of rewrite that history. It's revisionist history to be like Pau Gasol. They, he, he had him then. Why couldn't they like figure it out or whatever? But like you said, there was no mesh. Like you, they didn't know yeah, how right. to play together. 
And um, I think that we saw that the next two years, which once Powell got integrated and found his role, I mean, they they felt unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Going into and then finals. Andrew Bynum also was was pretty huge. People want to yes. discredit him, but he a- was absolutely pretty, he played a big part. Uh, Kobe and Bynum did not like each other. Fun fact. No. Well, uh, Bynum Kobe didn't Kobe like a lot of guys, but Bynum was like Shaq 2.0, except not yeah. as good. Yeah, Donnie, what's your second pick? All right, so my second one goes to um, like for a long time, I probably would have said that hockey was my favorite sport over football. If I had had the opportunity to play it, I would have played it. And this rivalry kind of was the catalyst for this. Is uh, the Avs Red Wings in yeah. the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, so for, for anybody that's not a hockey fan and not um, anointed, just go look up uh, the, the brawl, the brawl and the Joe, any whatever you want to call it. Isn't um, there a 30 for 30 or like an E60 about that or something? There, there's something like that. Yeah, there's a special on it. And there's there was one that they just recently put out called Unrivaled, which which yes. uh, has yeah. a bit about this. And um, it has one of the all-time greatest hockey fight moments, which is uh, Mike Vernon skating out the center ice to meet Patrick Waugh. And, I mean, those are two of the all-time greats between the pipes. Um, just Yeah, throwing, anytime throwing there's hands. like – I think that's the clip of it. Anytime that there's like a, a controversy, like somebody beefing on Twitter, like there's always a the comment. Yeah, th- yeah, there's always a comment with that video. Yeah, yeah talk about all-time wet noodle fights. And, I mean, and and, you know, everybody remembers that brawl, but – they, they played against each other several times over the course of like seven seasons. Like I think there's like a seven year stretch and they accounted for five championships between the two franchises. And uh, there's a lot of like really dirty hits. And a lot of those guys, all time greats, hall of famers walking around with permanent bruises and, and scars because of those matchups. And as a kid, I was just loving it. I was like, yes, violence. This is what I want. So all about that rivalry. Sam has no idea what we're talking about. No, right, right over my head. I got, I got nothing for you. Go, hey, um, go look up the unrivaled thing because it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. All right, so I've got back to back. I, I, this is one of those drafts where since there's only three of us, Donnie, I feel like if you guys did this on your podcast, you would hit more things that should be hit. You know, that should be on a on a graphic uh, than we will because it's only three of us. So a lot, a lot of stuff is going to get left off. But um, I'm going to go – Donnie, I'm going to piggyback off of you. I know I can get a sports one probably with my last pick because it's kind of outside the box, and I don't think y'all, y'all will think about it. But I'm going to go a cartoon for this one. And I'm going Tom versus Jerry. Tom like versus that. Jerry is an all-time rivalry. That's a pretty good one, actually. Zero, zero dialogue between them. There was never any talking or anything like that. It was just you pot your Saturday morning. You're watching Looney Tunes. It's like, oh, boom, Tom, or maybe it was Cartoon Network. I don't know what it that's was. Pre- on. That's pretty good. But but Tom and Jerry was an all time. Cl- you can literally see yourself when you're a kid on a Saturday morning waking up turning on Tom and Jerry and just seeing what creative ways the writers of the show like did the back and forth. They did like hundreds of episodes of just like a cat and a mouse chasing yeah. after each other with no words, well, which was very annoying as yeah. I found. Uh, I saw something that was talking about what uh, villains 
like you know in in pop culture or whatever are really just misunderstood like and they're actually like doing whatever and tom was one of them because his entire life is just getting outwitted by a rodent yeah. that's like destroying the place that he lives and it's like yeah you know you got to feel for him man i love that one um all right so my snake um i got two me, good ones oh i've got so many good ones um I've got a lot of pop culture ones that I'm not going to pick, but they definitely deserve to be like an, an honorable mention for sure. Um, give me... Okay, so so this is going to be two guys that that are extremely similar versus the same exact thing. They, these guys are inter- interchangeable. You could like substitute one guy for the other versus this thing, and it's the same exact thing. Uh, Antonio Cromartie slash Philip Rivers versus Birth Control. <laughs> those two guys, those two guys have more kids. They could put Philip Rivers' kids on a football field and put Antonio Cromartie's kids on a football field, and they could play eleven on eleven. Yeah, them versus pulling out also would be a good one. That 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 as well. Yes, yes. I, I don't really, one. I don't really have any more to say. I think that pick kind of speaks for itself. No, it does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're famous for having kids, that's usually like a a pretty good sign you're losing that rivalry, though. So that that's another one sided one, but that's yeah, okay. That, that's very true. That's bit, that. Right? No, that that's a good. That's a good. Uh, you know, to, one one. To be fair, on my Tom sure. my Tom Brady versus the AFC quarterbacks was pretty one sided as well. That's true. Very, yeah, I I remember seeing uh, something that like um, Tom Brady's like. I, and you know, this is obviously different now, but at one point he still like he was like 20 years in the league. And he still had like single digit losses at home yeah. against AFC teams. Yes. Yeah, like, non- nonsense. Yeah. Um, okay, Donnie, what's your uh, what's your third? Yeah, third pick. Okay, so I'm gonna stick to sports, and I, I kind of debated on this one, but um, for me at the time, someone who still identified as a LeBron fan, it was really big. Uh, and I debated there were two two ways I wanted to go with this, but I'm gonna go with uh, LeBron versus the Celtics. And it's because he really had a hard time getting past the Celtics. And then they eventually ended his first stint in Cleveland. I think that that series where he couldn't make it out of the conference finals because of the Celtics like broke him. And that's yeah, took he, his Jersey off while he was walking off the court. Yeah. 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 I think that's what started the rebellion. That was the, the Miami debacle. So well, that I, is the NBA day. Honestly. That, yeah. that Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like that, that's so pivotal for how the landscape of the league is. Oh, it yeah. is. I mean, it, it started the whole idea of like ring chasing by bringing, you know, other guys with you to a franchise. And, um, you know, and, and, and on our podcast, we talked about Kevin Durant ruining the NBA for four years. And I think there's an argument that the Celtics uh, kind of ruined the NBA for like two decades. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they they made they made the zero team, and then they made LeBron do what he did, pretty much. So yeah. yeah. That... But see, like what people, what I'll say about the Celtics is that they, Ray Allen, I think KG signed there, yes. But Ray Allen, I, one of those two guys, but I'm pretty sure this is how it was. Ray Allen was a trade piece. Like they, yeah. it, it wasn't all one Timber, big, big free agency signing. Yeah, it was they. Danny Ainge and the and the 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 office for the Celtics had to actually acquire and give up pieces to get Ray Allen. So it it's slightly different, but it absolutely a thousand percent changed 
what the past, you know, 15-plus years has been for the NBA. Donnie, Donnie's looking up something. He's going to fact-check me on this one. I, yeah, I, I, hate to, I hate to do a little fact-check, but uh, Chris Bosh was actually traded to Miami. So it was actually – Really? Like, Bosh wasn't really a free similar. agent? No. Yeah, well, so it was – they executed it as a sign-and-trade. Yeah. So, oh, that oh my goodness! No, that's, I'm, just, I'm just saying they did have to wheel and deal. They had to get rid of some assets. You know, it was a little different. But you know, well, I, I Donnie, just, it, as a as a, I don't know how much you listen to our program, but as a listener of our program, you should know firsthand we do bare minimum amounts of research. Well, I was going to say as a listener, uh, really, it was just my goal in here and correct to come on here and correct Jake one time. So, you know, mission accomplished, mission accomplished. You can't even talk right, Sam. Uh, I just had a a stroke. Yeah. You said come and we just talked about pulling it. So that's what's on your brain. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, We've talked about Philip Rivers too much for him today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Sam, you got the snake pick. Yeah, I got to, I'll start off with sport. Let me hit my two and then we can discuss. All right. Uh, I'm going to go SEC versus every other conference. I love that. I didn't even have that on my on my. Uh, and, I, my and I'm talking about like fans, football, just agendas, everything. Like I said, it just seems like that's a pretty big rivalry. Everybody, everybody's sick of the SEC. So that's my first one. And then the second is PlayStation versus Xbox. I had that one as oh, well. That's a yeah. good one too. Yeah, I had that one as well. Okay, so so the the SEC versus the uh, every other conference. So I I mean Sam, you know, uh, like. I I listen to a lot of Barstool podcasts, like not just part of my take, but but a lot of others. And it is crazy how honestly naive a lot of like te- like fans of other teams and other conferences are of just how dominant the SEC has been. Yeah, they don't want to believe it. It's fine. I, I, For I'd be 20 frustrated years. too. I'd be frustrated too if I were them. And I and I'm not an SEC like I don't cheer for the SEC outside no, of I, yeah my yeah, my team I'd say, I I want them to, I want them to lose I, I don't care about conference dominance screw that I want to win I uh I, I I'm glad that you brought this one up Sam because I was actually thinking Bob Stoops first SEC because he went like on a little while where he was kind of railing against the SEC guy yeah. and talking about how he's like that's what's wrong with the SEC is they don't hate their you know conference opponents yeah and um. And, you know, I, I see it a little bit like generally I cheer for the SEC, but not like Alabama or Florida. You know what I mean? Right. Like there, yeah. there are certain teams that I want them to lose no matter what. But um, Georgia's getting there. Their fans are Oh, really no. They're, they're, they're there. They're, they're the there. They, yeah. They've, they've, they've been, been there. Now. Yeah. No, F them. F them. I'm saying I want them to lose every time out. I don't care. If well, Tennessee no, beat. like now, now they're the Alabama. Now they're every team in the SEC every week that Georgia goes out. I, I don't all, think they're all Alabama. Other, all other SEC teams want them to lose. I don't no, think no, they're I'm Alabama. Not, I'm not saying that they're Alabama. I'm saying they're on that level where every other SEC school looks at them and they're like, I hope they lose this week and this week and this week, just like everybody would, does with Alabama. Yeah, I would argue they're on that they're they're on that same level, but for did not because of dominance. I think they're on that level just because of pure annoyance that their yeah. fans are. Yeah. For a little while, it was kind of nice to have Alabama as like the big brother. It's like, okay, we go lose to a Big Twelve team, and it's like, all right, Alabama, come come in here and uh, show them what's up. Yeah, yeah. But now Georgia fans, like I said, they've been they've won two obviously, and they've been to three in past whatever. But they 
after they went to that first one, they were hot stuff without even winning one. And then just them winning two in a row just made is making it even worse. But I don't know. They're they're terrible. I mean, it's awful. I know I know too many of them too. Yep. Uh, the Xbox versus versus PlayStation. That's pretty I, much self. That's self explanatory. Yeah, I, I had like that, that. I had that one on my list. Uh, I'm I'm team PlayStation. I've How played I've played Xbox at at friends' houses before. I've never had an Xbox console personally. Dude, the Xbox is the dumbest controller to ever exist. It's way too bulky. I have big hands. I have massive hands. It's way too bulky. It's too hard to press the buttons. It messes with my brain whenever I go, like, whenever I would go over to a friend's house and play Madden against them or something like that. And I would see the X receiver open and I would put the X in my mind and I would throw an interception because I just threw it to to a running back or something like that. No, you didn't I do don't understand why they have a. to have the X button. Like, like, because I do agree that that's stupid. Like, they yeah. have an X button, but it's in a different spot. Yes. Like, yeah. Just change, it, change that, what it is. That is, that's a great point. The X button, hot take. The X button on any gaming console should be universal. I agree. That should be like the power button on every single TV remote. It's universal. Top right hand corner, turn it on, turn it off. The X button on every gaming console should be in the exact same place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. agree with that. See, I, I I grew up on Xbox. So I'm obviously an Xbox guy, but uh, yeah, the X. So you th- you go throw the X on PlayStation, but the X button is in the A is in the bottom spot on PlayStation, but it's in the left spot on Xbox. So you'll throw meaning to be meaning to throw it to the X receiver, and you'll throw it to the square tight tight end or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, like Xbox is trying to like almost call you illiterate because they have they have for their buttons. They have letters, whereas PlayStation's shapes. It's just shapes. It's just shapes. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I'm a huge nerd, and uh, so I've played on both for a really long time. I'm I'm all on Xbox now because I'm actually on PC the, now. Master Race PC. Yeah, PC. So. I, I play on PC as well, but when I'm going console, it's all Xbox because the yeah. interface is easier. They actually care about being able to find games or play with your friends or whatever. And yeah. PlayStation sucks at that. Although PlayStation does have trophies, which are way better than Xbox. So I don't know the achievements. I got a pretty high achievement score. I also, when I play PC, I use Xbox controller because I'm just a homer. Uh, yeah, Donnie, I don't know if you've noticed, but Sam has been playing PC this entire time while we've been. Uh, that, that's what he does on these episodes. He just plays on his PC the entire time. Hey, I res- I respect the multiplayer. I'm actually I'm actually not playing anything. I am surfing the internet though with an Xbox controller. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Donnie, what's your fourth pick? So, my fourth pick, I'm like I just I like prefaced this really carefully by saying I was a huge nerd, but uh I'm going to go pop culture here. Mm. And I'm going to go with Star Trek versus Star Wars. Oh my gosh. That's a good one. I'm a nerd. I'm a super nerd too, Donnie. So that that's that's a good one. Jake probably doesn't appreciate I, it. Oh, I love Star Wars. Never seen a second of Star Trek, so I can't even. I, I know that Same. it's a big. I know it's a big rivalry, but I couldn't speak on it's it. It's really not. I don't think. I think it's one sided. But well, but it, just I agree that it's one sided. But it's such a big rivalry that other shows in pop culture like always reference. Reference yes. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite like all time sitcoms and stuff. Uh, they reference Star Wars at least like fifteen times a season. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good one. That that's is a really a, good one. I wasn't even thinking cinema. Like I, I totally. 
That's a really good one, actually. Yeah, I'm pleased with the value there. I I, yeah. I feel like I got like, you know one of those guys that like found like a, a second round pick in the sixth round. You're making me want to like super nerd out right now with my neck, my last pick. I'll uh, I'll mm, I'll stay with oh, I'll stay with okay yeah yeah I'll stay with uh with the movie industry. That's a good one. I'm gonna go with that one of those. My Donnie, last I think like even though you have the sandwich pick and you technically don't get the back to back, I think the for this draft, I think you're in the best spot. Like in terms of where you're able hey, you're to draft. you're buttering up the guest. You don't butter up the guest. Um, I'll I'll stay, but I I'll stay in pop culture. This is gonna be so outside the box. I'm gonna go. West Mantooth versus Ron Burgundy. I I love that one. I love that. Little Anchorman reference right there. Uh, I do like Anchorman. I mean, it it's just all all time elite <laughs> sci fi fight scenes in a comedy movie in a dumb comedy movie. Yeah, I I, I think it's great. And then you have the little the reconciliation at the end, so it's kind of like the this perfect arc. Yeah, it, it's great. And, and then Steve Steve Carell, you know, ta- talking about you know him getting the his pants from the toilet store or whatever it was like the toilet store yeah yeah like i i don't know i think like anchorman's one of my i I mean it's probably in terms of comedy movies it's probably in my top like six or seven um that like that rivalry between those two guys it's literally just like a little sliver of the pie in those movies but it, it it's almost one of those things where they add it in like just this fun little riffle, but if you didn't have that little riffle in the movie, it doesn't make it as good of a movie. Oh, I love that. I love that pick. That's a that's a that's an all timer for me. My last pick. Oh man, I've got a lot to think about with movie. I, I wasn't even thinking movie industry, so I gotta go think of a good one for my last one while y'all go. I've got some really funny ones, but but I I, I want to be serious. I, I'll take the sports one that that I knew that I could get at, at the end. Um, I'm gonna go, and this is a serious one. This isn't funny. Uh, Reggie Bush versus the NCAA. Oh, that is I good. think I think it is. Ed Sam's on the same boat. Down, I don't yeah. know where you fall with this. It is criminal that Reggie Bush was stripped of his Heisman, and it's like that historic season. I know that they didn't. I mean, they they lost to Texas in the end, you but know. in one of the all time greatest college football games. Yeah, ever. it's like it, yeah. it never happened, and so it's like at the same time you're discrediting Texas at the same time. Yeah, by by basically saying that that USC season like basically didn't even exist. It's nowhere in the record books or anything like that. All because Reggie Bush's dad accepted a house. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, give that so- man his trophy. Especially like if you guys go watch, you know, some of the thirty for thirties Pony XS and like all yeah. like the stuff that yeah. all these other teams have done. And like I know that SMU got the death penalty and everything, but like, you know, dude, everybody's doing it. Like, yeah, they got caught, but it's it's ridiculous. That that Trojans team with Leinart and Reggie Bush was, uh, man, I hated them, but they were so good. They were so they, good. My thing is, they won those football games. Like, it's not like, I, I, I don't. I know, no, no, for for sure. But like in in twenty years, 
like when we have kids and they're like Someone looking at looking at that. history and stuff and they see you know the 2007 Rose Bowl and it's just going to be Texas and that's it yeah. like they, like there's nothing there's nothing beside there's an asterisk if USC is beside it and it's going to say all wins vacated yeah it, it's stupid that's a great pick um yeah, that's a great pick. I have one that was kind of in that same vein that I'm not going to pick up because I don't want to start a riot on the pod. But uh, I was I was well, going to say we Tom got Brady versus mentions. NFL. So oh no, I had that. That's that's another one that I wanted to pick. I was going to go Brady slash Bill Belichick slash his Patriots slash his Kraft slash Boston versus the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> versus everyone, Donnie. What's your last pick? All right, so my last pick. Uh, this one just because of kind of the drama at the time. I think relative to like the scale of the other ones that we talked about, it's kind of irrelevant, but I'm going to go Conor McGregor versus Khabib um, just because for a short period in sports, it was all I wanted to read about. And um, there's a pretty good chance that it drove Conor McGregor crazy. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, Donnie, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, know, I, know, I know, I know that, but I have no, and I know who both those guys are. I had no idea that they even had a rivalry. Oh my gosh! It was a, it was a huge. So Conor McGregor was kind of on top of the world, um, and uh, Khabib was like the new up and come up and coming like hungry fighter. I mean, it was like straight out of like Southpaw or something. And uh, Khabib just did beat somebody's him up wife get shot? Then, yeah, well, not not quite. But okay. but Conor McGregor did throw a metal chair through a bus window. And oh, that was that was with Khabib. Okay, okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know where you're spitting at. Yeah, okay, and um. I mean, it was it was a great rivalry, and it has like one of the all time great like uh, press conference moments when Khabib was just like, uh, "I know you guys don't like this, but tomorrow night I'm gonna smash your boy." And then uh, the whole time that he's beating up Conor McGregor, he's yelling at him like, "Let's talk now! Let's talk now! Come on, what do you have to say now?" And it was just awesome. Sam, were you at that? Uh, were you at uh, Logan's house that night at Bethel? To watch no. the uh, McGregor what, and uh, Mayweather thing, worst fight there. of all time. Yeah, that, that that was a complete waste of a pay per view. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm glad. I hope he didn't buy that. I hope he he did. No, he bought week. it. No, he he bought it. Um, Sam, nice. what's your last pick, and then we'll get into honorable mentions. I wanted to go cinema, but I couldn't think of a good one, so I'm going to go two guys versus one thing. Okay. Uh, Tom and LeBron versus Tom. Oh, that is good. That is a good one. I. And I don't I like think either one. I don't think either one lost. I mean, I, Tom definitely didn't lose. Uh, right. LeBron's not going to lose. Like they, there's just no way. I don't yeah, like LeBron, but he's not going to lose versus Tom. He's going to have to just go. He's going to go out on his own. Both of those guys, or Tom went out on his own terms. Like you said, his stats this past year. Like I said, he you, he he definitely showed his age, but I mean, he was a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Well, top three, but yeah. Sure. Well, okay. I mean, statistically, it was. Um, okay, honorable mentions. Uh, I'll roll through mine real quick. Bill Belichick versus Rules. Uh, that's a massive, massive <laughs> rivalry between those two guys. Uh, Michigan versus Ohio State. That yeah. That's one of those ones that it would get be, on there. It should yeah. be on there. Uh, Red Sox versus Yankees. Duke versus North Carolina. Yep. Jordan versus Plumbers. Uh, you know the guys that he you know, supposedly went against. Uh, I'm not in that camp. But uh, Tiger Woods versus vehicles. Uh, not, gonna, not, not a big guy, not a big uh, vehicle guy. Tiger no, it's Woods. Tiger, Woods versus, Tiger Woods versus marriage. Yeah, yeah that too. Um, uh, Tiger Woods versus deleting his text messages. Yeah. Um, Batman versus Joker. That's an all-timer. Uh, Kanye versus Taylor Swift. 
Uh, oh, that's a good one. Kim Kardashian versus relationships. I got uh, LeBron. LeBron versus Jordan. I can't LeBron believe no versus said it. Jordan. Yep. Uh, Kobe Bloods versus Bloods versus Kobe. Crips. Oh that's my gosh. rivalry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, ben Simmons versus scoring. Uh, do I have any others? Oh, BLM versus racism. That that's. That's all my honorable mention. That's a good one. That might need to be uh, cut. That might need to be cut. No, no, we don't cut anything. I was gonna throw out uh, Wiley Coyote versus Roadrunner. That's I a good like one. Tom and Jerry. Good cartoon. Kind of yes. Yep. Yes. And then Elmer versus uh, Bugs Bunny. I thought yep. was another good one. That's a good one. Uh, um, what about uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie Bird? versus getting jawbreakers? What's his face versus Tweety Bird? Uh, Sylvester. 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 Yeah. That's a good one. Or him versus the girl that's always the girl skunk that's always running away from him or whatever. I don't know. Don't ask me Pe- names. Pepe Le Pew and Consent. Pepe Le P- yeah. 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 Donnie, uh, well, like, yeah, roll through yours. Uh, I, I wanted to put Tennessee, Florida up there, although it's not really a rivalry. It's just yeah. being bullied by somebody I want to beat. Um, I'm trying to, th- oh, uh, uh, Eminem versus, um, uh, female singers in the mm. early 2000s. Yeah. Um, Suge Knight versus rappers. Oh, that dang it! That's a good. That's like a Tupac versus Biggie thing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and then Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. Good one. Very good one. Yeah. I didn't have any honorable mentions. I just went five. I wish of I could. Think, I was. I was trying to think of. He does no extra work. Well, first of all, I was only. To, I was only told that we're doing rivalries. I wasn't told sports. I was just told rivalries. So I had five sports, and I changed it up some on the fly. So you can suck me. Okay. Well. All right, that sounds Donnie, like extra work. Do, that that's definitely extra work. Donnie, we appreciate you coming on. Everybody, uh, subscribe to Lay Fans Terms, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.